name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Best Quality Vacuum, the duck feed show that's talking about Breaking Bad, El Camino, Better Call Saul, yeah. the future in the Mike house. <laughs> Mike's house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't you run on those stairs children <laughs> oh you you went with a um you went with like a like a like a like a dad you know like a, like, like, a, a like a single like a single He's dad raised. sitcom i yeah. was thinking i was doing sitcom but i was doing more of like uh you know after all in the family there was archie's place i i, I know that name but it, mm. i don't know what happens in archie's place as far as i know that it takes place in his mind or something <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's, I actually it's, don't know <laughs> it's like the coma seasons of archer yeah 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 it's, it's, it's a real herman's head situation i don't know what, yeah. what is archie's place oh he starts up a like bar a shed? oh <laughs> <laughs> he starts up he starts up a bar they they kept carol oh. o'connor but like everybody else was relegated to like get guesting on occasion okay. you know it's a meathead hey. and then the meathead would walk in yeah yeah gotcha. <laughs> yeah and then i assume you said some really bigoted shit yeah. <laughs> the meathead, come to take our jobs are you archie no uh, <laughs> archie no it's 2023 why yeah, are you the, still the alive sequel, archie after dentist that goes to really dark places <laughs> He just really lets it all. This you've seen Archie with the filter. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Archie always said about one third of the things he wishes he could say. <laughs> Truly, is one of history's greatest monsters. That character. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> this week we're talking about Mandala. Uh, this mm-hmm. episode was directed by Adam Bernstein and written by George Masters, and it originally aired on May the seventeenth of two thousand nine. Yeah, uh, an important episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a real like last episode was all um, calm before the storm. You know, this is a uh, kind of lurching tension. Uh, mm-hmm. It seems like, you know, because this begins with a murder, we're like right off to the races. But this episode is also a little slow until it literally ends on a cliffhanger. Uh huh. You know, <laughs> which is like, fuck, man, things are going things are going bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's accelerating. It's kind of like playing Bowser and Mario Kart. You know, yes. where it's like nothing, nothing, nothing. And then the fastest thing and also unstoppable. Yeah. 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 As long as you don't get hit. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. So this is uh, the very beginning of this uh, rest in peace combo. Mm-hmm. Rip. Uh, he yeah. got hit in the cup. Yep. He did. Get, he got <laughs> to get hit in the cup. Uh, so they owe him a new cup and they ruined mm-hmm. his shirt. He can't mm-hmm. do that. Um, and this fucks up everything. Yes. Uh, this is a load bearing bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, this makes Jesse, uh, get hard, you know, go back into meth to mm-hmm. uh, deal, which drags Jane down, which is a really tragic thing to have happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this very hard to watch. Yeah. Um, and hugely important episode because we're going to be introduced to Gustavo Fring, uh, played by the great Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, it's very funny. The scenes where Walt goes and is, you know, waiting for the meetup and everybody in the entire restaurant is just an Albuquerque, uh, you know, local actor that they got in mm-hmm. for extras. And then just there in a yellow shirt. It, hey, is that bugging out from Do the Right Thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So he <laughs> <Yeah>. might, <laughs> either, yeah. either he's fallen on very rough times or. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is our it's guy. A, yeah, this is our guy. <laughs> It's uh, uh, the commentary or the uh, podcast on this is not very good on this episode uh-huh. after last episode being pretty good. So much so that they keep calling him Gustavo Frings. And at one point, uh, Vince Gilligan asks for a correction. Uh-huh. And the writer, George Masters, is like, yeah, it's Gustavo Frings. And it Ooh. was like, 
<laughs> what is I happening? Somebody got fired for that blunder. Like, is this a Berenstain Bears situation? <laughs> like, has it always been Gustavo Frings and we're all wrong? No. Uh, the writers forgot who they made. <laughs> I mean, maybe they didn't know that he was going to be this cosmologically important person for this version of, of, of Albuquerque. Right. Yeah. Well, I assume they at least had some idea because they cast a real, they cast a real guy. Yeah. They cast a real guy. So they had to know they had some plans for him, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah. Uh, Gus Fring. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it it's almost not worth. I mean, we'll talk about his performance in the introduction, which I think is amazing and really sets the tone for him. Yes. But like, I almost don't want to say too much now because we're going to be talking about this performance and this character for a very long <laughs> for like time. Five years. Yeah. yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's it's ludicrous, uh, <laughs> and it, it's it's a real good place to be. You know, we mm-hmm. have Mike real soon. Oh yeah, uh, it's gonna be real. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 rounding out our cast. It feels real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, Skylar is flirting and getting in way deeper with Ted and learning about Ted's problems yeah. uh, here. She is uh, the rev up, you know, the cold uh, rev up to IFTing. Mm-hmm. Him. Minting yeah. newly fresh board IFTs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> board, board Ted's. Yeah. Board, board Ted, All my Yacht Ted's Club. gone. Yeah. <laughs> Who stole my Ted's? Uh, all my my IFT wallet gone. <laughs> um, oh man! Just Sky, Skyler can't get away from these morally ambiguous people. These men. She's such a fucking and nerdy ass narc. <laughs> like she she would in. Why does she live with like all these men or like all these men? Like because you know she it it's from from meth you know sure like all uh-huh. the murdering yeah you know uh, but like tax fraud pot. Like every crime is equal in Skylar's eyes. I gotta, uh, I gotta tell you though, if she, she doesn't want to be implicated in something she could go down for as somebody who bears fiduciary responsibility, uh, she would be in the crosshairs of this. Ted is trying yeah. to make her complicit in something that she could go to jail for, for a very long time. It's, it's not so much that she's just like, this is too risky. I want out. It's her posture that acts like this is morally wrong. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, that I think is silly. Like her shock and mm-hmm. Ted. response yeah. to Ted. I can't, you know, this. Uh. And I'm like, <laughs> it's tax fraud. You fucking narc. I'm down for small businessmen paying their taxes. If I gotta, they gotta. I, I'm down. For, I'm not saying that Ted is virtuous. <laughs> I'm just saying if you found out like some like, okay. Imagine you you like to mint an IFT. Okay. You're like way into a Ted, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and you found out Ted did this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It'd be like, oh, man. All right. No, all right I, well, I just, I can't, I, I'm I can't a... imagine having visceral judgment. Yeah. For a law, breaking a, a law that is this abstract. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I think the, I, the, the, the fact that this is existing alongside the crimes that are, you know, happening elsewhere in the show kind of man i mean that that, that, <laughs> is, that, that that is the real thing that i think i don't know i think undercuts the stakes of the whole ted of the whole ted thing yeah. of the, of the benicky fraud that's going on you know and and yeah. it makes this makes this clang a little bit weird you know i mean and we'll, we'll talk it's, about the scene as well but like he turned ted turns into walt like she has run into this exact same just you know self-justifying kind yeah. of stuff before too like well, specifically she, he doesn't he's kind of but he doesn't lie he self-justifies, but he says what, what's going on. He lies at first, but then he comes clean. Yeah, yeah. You know, but also, when caught. Well, but yeah. 
Uh, we, uh, we'll, we'll talk about stuff when we get there. Yeah, it's it's a it is interesting. I like you know parts of where that plot goes. I like that it allows Skylar to to get scheming. Like ultimately, it's what brings Skylar into the fold or the first step mm-hmm. on that. Like her becoming complicit in Ted's bullshit mm-hmm. uh, to protect Walt is what's going to eventually lead to their weird power couple relationship. <laughs> you know that they nearly end the series on until you know Walt takes it too far. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, it's in- it's interesting. I just yeah. I just think it's it's lame to be concerned about tax fraud. Yeah, yeah, uh, it'd be like being concerned about shoplifting. Mm-hmm. You know, like what do you do if you see a shoplifter? Nothing. Well, we saw so we saw right. we saw how she dealt with the shoplifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, exactly that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, and you're not supposed to. You know, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> it's none of your business. <laughs> you know, like why you're not being paid to be a cop? Don't be a cop. No, you know. Um, I don't know. Uh. There's a, some production detail that we can kind of learn about specific scenes. The The podcast doesn't have a whole lot. The wiki doesn't have a whole lot. Yeah. It's a really important episode, uh, but it's not full of trivia, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and behind the scenes stuff. There's only um, one big, like, how, how'd they do that kind of thing? Well, the, the man, we get, we'll get to it. Yeah. It's so funny because, like, finding out that that's practical, I'm like, you, you went through a lot of work to make something that looks like green screen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it doesn't, I, I don't know how a practical effect looks this fake. I shouldn't be surprised to learn that it's practical. I should be surprised to learn that it's green screen. That's the way it's supposed to go. Yeah. Not yeah. the other way around. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, we start off with this, uh, very, uh, kind of leisurely cold open, mm-hmm. um, with this young boy riding around a vacant lot on his bike, a lot of camera tricks, like camera from the perspective of his wheels, mm-hmm. uh, while combo is on the corner dealing. Yeah. Uh, and a car with these two angry looking guys roll up. Yeah. Uh, these are it's, specific, these are specific dealers. We're going to, we're yes. going to follow a full story with them. Yes. Yeah. It's worth noting. Uh, just, you know, I feel uncomfortable because of being a shitty white guy. I feel uncomfortable saying this. These are Latino men. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is important yes. for, for whose turf this is and everything. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a non sequitur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they roll up and mad dog them and combo, you know, smartly lifts up his shirt, says like, hey, don't try anything. I've got a gun. Right. Yeah. So they pull to a corner and watch him from a distance. Well, the kid just very like it, it's ominous, even in the presentation before you realize what's going on. Um, the kid uh, is uh, circling around him like a fucking He's shark. Mario Galaxy. Yeah. But combo <laughs> is a planet. Uh, around That's not a very nice thing to say. I, well, no, no, no. Like one of the small no, plants. No, Mario Galaxy has some of the smallest plants in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but Combo gets nervous, you know, because the guys uh, pull away and then they turn back. So he calls Skinny Pete, uh, gets his voicemail. And the two guys honk their horn. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a signal. Yeah. Um, a signal. He's got his eyes on them, you know, thinking <laughs> they're going to do something. And he hears a gun cocking behind him and turns around just in time for this young boy. Um, you know, we're going to learn more about him later. This young boy uh, to uh, shoot him in the cup. Yep. Uh, and then threw the cup into his body. Yes. Uh, he tries to run uh, and then he get the kid empties his gun into him and yeah. claps on the street. The kid is scared as hell. Oh, yeah. Having just shot a man. Yeah. And he also like kid that could be anything. This is like an eight year old kid. Yeah, like that's that's worth uh, pointing out. It's also so we talked about this episode's called Mandala. The reason it's called that is because it ends with a death and begins with a life, mm-hmm. and then uh, the next episode has a death. Yes, and it's a circle of life. 
mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Here. Uh, so we go over to Walt and Skyler. They're in the oncologist office with a consulting surgeon. And uh, they're saying like, hey, you know, we have options now. We can do a lobectomy. No. Now. Uh, yeah. Your tumor is shrunk. Let's cut it out. Yeah. Uh, typically, they don't do this. No. Um, usually, once you've had a bunch of radiation, you are too weak mm-hmm. uh, here. But they they this does happen sometimes. Uh, George Mastris, his uh, his brother is an oncologist, mm-hmm. so they use him as a consultant on a lot of this stuff. This does happen sometimes, and because if they don't, the, this cancer is just going to spread. Yeah, it's in yeah. remission, but you don't get rid of it. Like no, it's, no. You know, it's a cancer. It's not dead. It's sleeping. No. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Skyler thinks that this is too aggressive, um, you know, but the surgeon says basically what we just said. It's going to continue to spread if we don't do this. The hang up is uh, that this isn't just aggressive. It would cost anywhere between one hundred and seventy and two hundred thousand dollars. Yes. Uh, most of that is, you know, the surgeon will write off what they can, but it's, it's pretty expensive. I think the surgeon that they bring in, I think this might be uh, one of the dads from Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, he's uh, a he's a guy. I think he also played a played a surgeon or a doctor on The Sopranos. He's mm. like you will recognize him. He's like a like a character actor. Yeah, yeah. he's always a, oh, a joy. Yeah, um, they'll give him some time to think it. You know, think it over it. But Walt immediately says, "We'll do it." Yeah, you know, uh, Skyler is not happy about it. Skyler wanted to talk about this, and he's just like, "No, I think it's the right thing to do." Mm-hmm. You know. No. Um, and they go to book the surgery. Uh, they're going to book it sooner, but uh, the babies do. Right. You know, so they book it for four weeks. So Walt could be there on his feet for the birth of his daughter and on his back for all of the. Uh, yeah, and all then the at that point, stuff, the actual happens. work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At that point, the, the baby's basically fine. It's going to come out of the pussy and go to college. So it's okay if Walt's recovering. <laughs> hospital. You know, it's fine. It's going to march out. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> don't hold her too close. You don't want to press a baby up against a scar. No, yeah, the, um, yeah. So uh, the idea is he can uh, he won't be out specifically for that, right? Yeah, uh, doesn't matter anyway. Uh, we're going to see at the end of this episode. Uh, yeah. Walt is checking his drop phone at the school, sees that he has fourteen messages from Jesse, obviously calling in a panic about this horrible news that he's gotten. Yeah, Walt calls him back and just uh, uh, says like, "Hey, Combo's dead." And Walt says, "The very worst thing that you could say in this situation. Which one is he?" Yeah, and Walt. It's worth noting Walt isn't joking about it. No, you know, like no. that's not a that's not a gag. He's not saying that. You know, Walt will big time and manipulate jesse mm-hmm. and say things like that on purpose this isn't that yeah this is just absolutely tactless bullshit yeah yeah uh but it's not malicious bullshit mm-hmm. he just he doesn't care it's revealing of a deep deep character flaw yeah uh that the you know these people were literally nothing to him mm-hmm. they just know? Didn't and they count. were jesse's friends he had to hire his friends yeah you know uh he didn't know anybody else and and jesse just says i know you didn't just say that and hangs up yeah uh, mid-sentence like worst possible thing yeah jesse's at his apartment with a skinny pete and asks, like hey what's the word on the street like what's what's the situation there are no names coming out like nobody yep. nobody is saying anything about who did this yep uh skinny pete says hey you know why'd you make us expand what did you expect mm-hmm. it wasn't our territory you know, Jesse doesn't have an answer. He was pressured into doing this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and uh, Skinny Pete says, you know what? I'm out. Yeah. Uh, you know, combo's dead. Badger's laying low in California. You know, I'm on probation. I can't get involved in this. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse says, hey, we're right on the verge of making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, like, don't do this. He he channels Walt. Yeah. 
yeah. for a minute. And uh, he's like, listen, we don't, you know, he's straight with them. Yeah. Like, we do not have the street cred to survive this. No, no. Um, it, it, it breaks the news. Like, yeah, like just people don't, people know that you didn't kill Spooge, right? You yep. know, Madam Spooge uh, copped to it and yes. they didn't tell jesse because they like him twas madam spooge what did the crime <laughs> people say upon the street twas madam spooge up and down uh, the boulevards <laughs> the- <laughs> spooge yeah <laughs> um skinny pete's actor is acting the hell out of this like oh he does great this is yeah. uh, he, he's always really good and likable but like i mean even when he's asking like, like what did you expect man like yeah. it's it's kind of heart-wrenching because these are two friends talking about this colossal fuck up. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. It's real good. Uh, and, uh, Jesse's like, why did you, didn't you tell me that everyone knows I didn't kill Spooge? And he's like, cause we like you, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a great moment. It, like yeah. tons of very human. Uh, yeah. You know, skinny Pete says, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really out. Yeah. And leaves. Uh, so we cut to Walt and Jesse in Saul's office, you know? Uh, and, uh, Walt calls Combo's death a setback. Yeah. And they start bickering about it. And Saul stops him. Yeah. You know, at this point. Uh, you know, and he's like, uh, you know, let's let's get down to base principles here. Can the shooting be traced back to you? Right. You know, uh, he starts getting uh information about it. Right, right. Just uh That's trying to fi- trying to figure out a, a path forward, which Walt and Jesse are incapable of doing. Um yep. and you know, they say no, we just we you know, we we have no no reason to believe that. And then Saul is like, hey, so Walt, you know, your health situation and Walt kind of stumbles like he can't even really, you know, deliver the news that mm, things are looking good. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's it's embarrassing because, mm-hmm. again, he planned to die. Yeah. Uh, you know, so Saul says, listen, we got to call this what it is. It's an occupational hazard. You know, a drug dealer getting shot. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Say it's been known to happen. Yeah. How much inventory do you have on you? Uh, and they have 38 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you told us to make make hay while the sun was up. Uh, and Saul, uh, ghoulish as Walt, you know, this is full Saul Goodman mode. Uh-huh. There's no humanity left here. Uh, and it's before any of his redemption uh, is just like dollar signs. Yeah. Like, you know, like a firefighter seeing a fire, an apartment <laughs> fire. He's, he's so excited. Oh, <laughs> and he, man. I can't wait to get in there and make some money. Oh. Uh, he <laughs> says... Uh, you guys are sitting on a gold mine. Look on the bright side. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and yeah. Walt says, like, all right, well, yeah, but we can't sell it. Like, we need to actually move this. This meth is worthless to us. And yes. Saul kind of reads them the riot act, saying, like, hey, you know, we need to break this news to you. You guys suck at dealing meth. You should not be trying to do, th- to do this all yourselves, you know, yep. which is true. Yeah, absolutely true. Uh, Walt says we're not going to do another distributor. You know, because there was Tuco. Mm-hmm. And Saul says, listen, we're not talking about some tattooed speed freak we're talking about a businessman. You know, somebody ships out of town, been doing this for 20 years, never been caught. No. Yeah. Uh, there, you, you know somebody's like that. Well, you know, let me say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. Maybe I can try to get a meeting. Right. You know. Uh, and I had to, like, go and do a search. Uh, both of my own memories of Better Call Saul and also just a, like a like a Google search. Does Saul ever meet Gus? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. What's well, interesting he, when he says a guy, a guy, a guy, another guy, mm-hmm. uh, that's a weird, I mean, I'm not going to cinema sense of that. Yeah, yeah. But he knows Mike. Yeah. He, you know, that that's, he knows a guy who knows a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, is what it actually is. He probably thinks it's Mike and then Victor and then, um, uh, or Victor or Tyrus and then, and then, uh, Gus. 
Yeah. 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 Even though by by now in the chronology, like he knows Mike really well and Mike knows Gus. Yes. Really well. This is true. So Vic Victor is a a, a weird Victor and uh, the other guy. Mm-hmm. Uh Ty, Tyrone. Ty, or, ty, uh, Tyrus. Tyrus, yeah. Yeah, Tyrus, uh, his weirdos, his, <laughs> yeah. uh, socially incapable, <laughs> socially goons. incapable, staring goons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walt says, what's this guy's name? And Saul admits like he doesn't actually know. Yeah. He hasn't met him, uh, but I understand he's something like you. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a little bit like you. Uh, so Jesse and Jane are at Jesse's apartment watching motocross, uh, which is a great time, mm-hmm. by the way. Extreme sports are a great thing to watch on TV. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> just say it's fun, man. Watch okay. people do Tony Hawk. Tricks. I was wondering how serious you uh, were about that. <laughs> no, super serious. Like okay. imagine watching a baseball game when you could watch somebody do Tony Hawk. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Really in relative um, terms. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Jesse, you know, is real upset. You know, he's in his head. Uh, Jane, you know, he's like, Hey, listen, you know, you got to bounce. No. Uh, and you know, there's some stuff you don't know about me. And she says, oh, that you're a drug dealer, <laughs> you know, and uh, he's, she, she you know, he's, in cash. he's surprised that she put this together. Yeah. 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 And he comes clean yeah. saying like, hey, I got my, I got one of my best friends killed. Like, yep. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm in a really bad way. You, you, you gotta go. And, you know, this is, I think to Jesse's credit, which is, you know, I, I, I am too, I am too weak to not do this and I cannot implicate you in it. You, you, you yeah, need yeah. to leave. He tries. Yeah. Uh, he tries pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, here, um, which is, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Like this whole thing is very sad. Yeah. Addiction is sad. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to put you in danger. And she's like, well, you can come with me to a meeting, you know? And he's, he says, nah, you know, that's going to work. He's like, well, let's go do something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I, you know, uh, and she says, this isn't going to make you feel better, but he's like, I got it. You know, it's, I gotta go. It's kind of all he's you got. Know? Yeah. <laughs> This is what's going to happen. He goes to the bedroom. Jane's about to leave and there's right there money on the table, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're always an addict, uh, you know, so she stops and turns around mm-hmm. like, yeah, I would like to do drugs. Yeah. Uh, and this is the excuse. I remember how drugs feel. Yeah. 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 Uh, so uh, it's the morning where we're over at uh, Poyos Hermanos. Yeah. Uh, here. I'm a big enough dork that if we, or if I, I, we, mm-hmm. uh, it, I would love to go to Albuquerque and go to the restaurant this is based on. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh, just because it would be really surreal. Uh-huh. Like just to be sitting there, you know, <laughs> uh, someday I'll have to do that, that tour. Yes. You know, it's, it's, uh, so it's, it's fun to see it. Mm-hmm. This is a fun set. They, we get a lot of fun scenes here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, first time. Yeah. And Walt is waiting for a meeting with his uh with his distributor. Um we say Poyos Hermanos, it's a it's a fast food chicken restaurant with a yes, very fun lo- chicken brothers. Yeah. yeah. Very fun logo of two chickens doing a contra pose. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's two chickens about to go fight double dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's great yeah uh, uh and he, he looks around and he hasn't he doesn't see anybody who kind of like matches his expectation uh, you know, he thinks that this is a you know this place was chosen because it's in public you know they'll just get a good yep. good a taco bell right yeah yeah uh and gus is in the background we see gus mm-hmm. you know we we know who he is uh jesse joins him eventually and he's late and he's on something uh you know yeah. and he's he's super high mm-hmm. like he, he's like you know man this guy gets to know our names we don't know what his names like just you know yeah not taking the full context yeah he's sweaty and jittery and you know uh it's it's yeah. pretty bad and pretty clear 
Um, yes. The manager, Gus, <laughs> walks over, asks them, hey, do you, you know, do you need anything? And they send him away because that's what you do when the manager comes by. Yeah, because uh, they did. You know, they didn't think they did need anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jesse uh, changes tax. He's super pissed at Walt, yeah. but he's high, so it's all being deflected. Yeah, right. Like he's not going to confront Walt in this situation, but he's taking out his anger. Mm-hmm. You know, this is unfair. I don't. I don't get you, man. You know, you last week you said you're out, but now you're all about getting this hookup made. You know, and what? And Jesse knows the answer to this. Yeah, you know. Walt, Walt's like, yeah, we have 40 pounds of meth. We were just in Saul's office and figure this out. Mm-hmm. Jesse is sublimating his anger. Yes. Yeah. You know? uh, and, but he's insightful mm-hmm. in this. He eventually says like, yeah, but what about after those 50 pounds? You're just going to come up with some other new magic number. Yeah. You know, yeah. oh, I got bills, man. I got to make more. Like, you're just going to keep pushing this. Yeah. You know, you know just, he's got this clarity in, in this this moment with no filter. Yeah. You know, he knows that Walt is going to keep on taking him on this ride. Uh, yep. you know, and, uh, is really, really bitter about it. Yeah. yeah. If only he knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it, there's so much worse in store, my friend. <laughs> um, you know, Walt says like things have changed, uh, now. And Jesse says, yeah, they have, we got a guy killed. Yeah. You know, the, the, this whole thing's bullshit and he gets up and leaves. Yeah. So um, pretty rough. Yeah. This is where Walt is uh, instead of uh, at his wife's last ultrasound. You know, she's in there. Yes. She's alone, you know, getting this uh, man like those high quality ultrasounds are really creepy to me. Oh, I the the whatever the gene is that looks at an ultrasound picture and sees human beings. Oh, no, I, I got I do not have. No, it. no. Yeah. It, it looks like a fucking occultist in Darkest Dungeon, too. <laughs> It, the, the the baby sucks are so through the roof that I cannot <laughs> I cannot abide those yeah. little slugs. Yeah, it's, a, uh, it's like somebody pointing yeah. at a, a I mean pointing at a QR code and saying, "Ooh, there's the penis." Like, what, yeah, there's, what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? It's a, it's a lot like a bio QR. Code. Yeah, it's like a it's like a big pixelated you know? thumbprint. Like, oh, he's going to be yeah. a football player. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Are you, are you talking, <laughs> like what what kind of jobs do you think this like this blue spun like? smudge is going to have <laughs> you know it's it's like a raw shock test yeah. uh and then people cut them out and put them on their fridge yeah and it's just like here's some here's some abstract pic, uh, abstract pixel art I've done. Mm-hmm. um yeah it's no good uh walt walt arrives uh you know he blames uh the his him being late on traffic and uh they're gonna schedule a c-section yeah you know, because of the last birth uh, that Skylar had was tough mm-hmm. on her. Um, they're going to do it on Friday the 13th, but then they shunt it to Monday. Right. Yeah. Uh, and on the parking lot, you know, Skylar says like, all right, well, I'm going to go to work. And Walt is immediately questioning her about this. Like, uh, you know, shouldn't you be? Re- it's four o'clock. Yeah. Shouldn't you be resting? Yeah, There's cut, only cut. an hour left. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like any reasonable workplace is not going to make you go back from a doctor's appointment that you scheduled at three. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and she says she has to. They're throwing a, a birthday party for Ted. She's getting the cake. Mm-hmm. And uh, Walt is suspicious. Why you? And because and, I said I would. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, she's deflecting blame, even though yeah. the, the flirts are happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, co- yep. Cut over to uh, Jesse's place. He gets back in his apartment as a wreck. Uh, man, the way that Jesse ruins, ruins hotel room, just ruins every place that he stays. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's like a Promethean from old world of darkness. <laughs> like he, he just has this aura of like beer bottles and cigarette butts yeah. 
that just follows him everywhere. Yeah. I said hotel room because I was thinking of the hotel room from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It basically turns everything into that. Yeah. He's like King Midas, but for cigarette butts and, and scudge. <laughs> uh, Jesse goes, you know, and you can, I love, uh, there's a great little acting choice here. When he comes in and sees it, he's reminded of what he's done. Yeah. There's this like absolute look of pain on his face where it's like, yeah, I got to go wake up my girlfriend who I turned back into a junkie. Yeah. You know, just honestly, one of the worst things you can do to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he only, it's only kind of his responsibility, but he's feeling the guilt. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, so he goes to go wake, wake her up. He's like, Hey, let's, let's go to that museum. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked about and she says, okay, and immediately fills up a bowl. Yeah. Uh, she is full, well and truly off the wagon. Yeah. Uh, has to do it. And just this is a nice little reversal yeah. where she was where she was trying to get him out to do something. Now he is trying to do it. But uh, drugs are in the equation. So por que no los dos? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's one of the saddest things that uh, you know people who I have known uh, who have been addicted to drugs of all levels, mm-hmm. you know, where they can't do something without no. it. I remember like a, a friend of mine who, uh, you know, drank and, and smoked tons of pot and wanted to go see a movie at one point and him being like, well, if I'm going to see a movie, I need to have some beers. Do you know? And, and not in a joke way. Yeah. You know, like not in like a, that would be fun to grab a couple of beers and watch that. Mm-hmm. Just if movie, I need to have some level of intoxicant or I'm not okay. Yeah. I can't go those two hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. <sighs> uh, one of the funniest scenes in the history of the show uh, <laughs> happens here. Yeah, um, Ted's. We we cut over to Benicky. Ted's arguing with a vendor on the phone when he's called out to the shop for a surprise party. It's his big birthday bash. Yep. Uh, he's and then we get to the candles immediately. Uh, this woman who is very concerned about the candles is screeching about she these starts candles. Out, these candles are right she on the starts edge. out. Yeah, they, they're getting wax everywhere. <laughs> Uh, like she starts off concerned about it and the whole, it's a very funny performance. Uh-huh. Every time she's in the background, she's like, looks tenser than anyone's ever looked in their life. <laughs> uh, it's really, it's well observed. Like every office has somebody like this, yep. you know, uh, Ted's going to blow out the candles. Uh, he has to decide what his wish is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he comes up with it. He blows out the candles. Uh, and the, or he comes with his wish, uh, which is before he blows up the candles, which is for Skylar to sing happy birthday to him in a sexy baby way. Yeah. Doing the Marilyn uh, Monroe and, JFK kind of deal. And she tries yeah. to demure from it saying like, Oh, I don't even look like her. If I even did. Not that I even yeah, did, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and, and he does the, you know, let's all cheer. Yeah. <laughs> let's make her do it by cheering, <laughs> uh, thing. Uh, and she does it mm-hmm. uh, and it's a really uncomfortable scene. It, <laughs> I was expecting someone, anyone to be extremely disturbed by this obvious sexual harassment that's happening. <laughs> nope. Everybody. Candle lady's not into uh, it. Uh, uh, if you look at her face, she's still real concerned about the candles. <laughs> okay, but, <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> she's just ambiently upset. She's not upset about this, you know? No. Yeah. Uh, this public, uh, foreplay. Yeah. Yeah. That's happening here. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that admittedly had happened before, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, and she's like right up in his face too while she does it. Yeah. yeah. And she's wearing a real booby dress, which she started wearing, you know, bringing the girls out yeah. because she wants to mint an IFT. Yeah. The, um, the, if for people who don't know, this is a reference to a thing that Marilyn Monroe did to one of our presidents, yeah. uh, Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, she sang a super sexy birthday to him. Like I was that a press thing or something. It was in a public event. So because everyone knows about <laughs> it, but 
that probably also made everyone pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> they got a nationwide ja- scale. I think Jackie O was right there too. Yeah, it's well, so she, sad. It's so sad she, for Jackie. O. She wasn't Jackie O at that point. Jacqueline Kennedy was right there. Yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. before she got her own. Uh, the uh, but way after her husband got his own. Mm. Uh, before he got on the, the alternate right on, in the middle of his forehead. On that, uh, <laughs> on that cold November morn. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but yeah, so this is this is a weird thing in our history of one of our horniest presidents. Um, so every it's reference that everyone loves it. He kisses her on the cheek and blows out the candles. Uh, so when we get the uh, AMC prequel about Candle Lady, <laughs> this will be the finale of that series. <laughs> Uh, so Walt's in his classroom and it's after hours and he's on the phone with Saul asking like, Hey, we waited there for two hours, but your guy never showed up. What gives, Yeah, you know, yeah. Walt was at the right and, place, uh, but the contact didn't meet. Uh, the- yep. and, and Saul says, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He was there. Uh, your vibes were off. Yeah. You know, uh, for one reason or another, he didn't want to meet with you. And with this particular individual, all you get is one shot. Right. You know, Walt's furious about this. Uh, and, and Saul's basically, and Saul's also upset because mm-hmm. he missed out all this money. Yeah. You know, he says, I will try to cut, set something up, but don't hold your breath. Yeah. You know, so Walt takes it into his own hands. Yeah. Uh, he goes and spends a day at the fast food restaurant <laughs> at Poyos. Yep. Um, you know, waits for everyone to leave. It's the same strategy you use when you park and you can't remember where you park uh-huh. and you wait for everyone to leave, which is a thing that like I've only seen in TV shows. Mm-hmm. I know people have whole days to throw away. Yeah. I mean, in that, in, yeah. the, in that instance, unless the Kia boys get you, you can probably walk up and down and find it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Eventually parking lots aren't that big. Yeah. Um, you know, but he, he waits for everyone to leave. Uh, and then he notices the manager looking at him. Yeah. You know, and he has, he has one of his little bits of intuition. Right. Yeah. You know, and goes up and asks, ask the manager, uh, you know, for a diet Coke, please. And five minutes of your time. Yep. Uh, they sit down, you know, he has Gus sit down, uh, and Gus is playing dumb. You know, if you have a complaint, I'd be happy to refer you to our website. Um, yeah. First off, them's fighting words. Yeah, like, refer to me to a website. What does that mean? What are you doing in that scenario? Exactly? Uh, but Walt presses him. Walt knows he's got him. You know, I was told the man I was, I would be meeting is very careful. I think we're both a lot alike it that way. Yeah. And that's what gets Gus out. <laughs> Gus also has a little bit of an ego, yeah. you know, uh, Gus also has to big time him, and Gus is all about code switching. Yes. Uh, you know, if you watch, uh, this performance, one of the things that's great about Giancarlo Esposito's performance is him going between these two demeanors yeah. and then being equally believable. Yes. This is a practiced, practiced, practiced uh, alternate personality. Yeah. And he doesn't even need to put on a hat and sunglasses to make it happen. It just happens yeah. instantly when this insult comes yep. out. You know, you know, I think we might be a lot, you know, like, in a, you know, in, in, in that way by being cautious. His face hardens and even the light goes out of his eyes a bit. And yeah. his voice gets very deep. You know, previously he was in customer service register. Now he's kind of down here and says, I don't think we're alike at all, Mr. White. Yeah, it's great. Uh, <laughs> chilling. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, you know, you are not a cautious man. Your partner was late and your partner was high. You have poor judgment. I can't work with somebody with poor judgment. How do you think I've not been caught? Uh-huh. You know, yeah. uh, Walt says, you've seen the the quality of my product, you know, and, and Gus says, yeah, I'm told it's impeccable, but that's not the only factor. Yeah. 
And, yeah. you know, Walt, <laughs> Walt does not take no kindly, uh, you know, just who I choose to do business with, you know, it's not your problem, uh, which is, yep. you know, uh, completely not true. Uh, and, uh, yeah. like the, like this is kind of, it's really, really setting the tenor, you know, really setting the tenor for this relationship where <laughs> Walt, you know, from the beginning wants to think that he is on this guy's level. Right. He's, he's found a peer, yeah. you know, and everybody outmaneuvering Walt, you know, him thinking he's smarter than everyone and them fucking, mm-hmm. uh, this is, is great. Yeah. You know, uh, and he doesn't have a good answer for it. Well, yeah, you yeah. know, good, good he, Gus. He, Gus. He says, asks, yeah, like, yeah why, like Gus says, why him? Why him? And his answer is because he does what I say because I can trust him. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't do what you say. Nope. You know, he he. You consistently have issues with Jesse, uh, and you also cannot trust nope. him. You know, he's late. He was high. He, you have a lot of contempt for this person. Mm-hmm. This is that weird kind of familial love. Yeah. He has for him. And this is obviously going to come to a head uh, in the end of uh, season three, mm-hmm. you know, um, but this kind this kind of like intense adoration, like I have to have Jesse around. We've been through. Too That's much. so weird. You know? So I, I don't admit, I don't know. <laughs> like I, I, I read this as, as like, it's a real, it's a real diss. I, tr- I trust him and he does. He does what I say. I feel. I feel like he does because he does what I say, and then I trust him. Under like undercuts it. I don't know. I think that I, I don't read the adoration in, into it. I believe that. I, I mean, adoration's not the the yeah. right word, but like, so like, there's there's no reason for him. He doesn't need Jesse mm-hmm. at all, right? Anymore. Jesse was going to handle distribution. Right. That is what Gus would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no reason why Walt couldn't cook Matt. Yeah. Here they they haven't seen the super lab. They don't know that it's a two man job yet. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Uh, he wants to keep Jesse around. Yeah. Like he feels like he owes it to him, mm-hmm. you know, at least in, in some way. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I'm referring yeah. to. I'd say, so so I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I think that this line is him trying to say what, um, him trying to say what he thinks Gus wants to hear. Got you. Yeah. Got you. I think it would work. You know, I, I think we're saying the same thing just in different ways. Mm-hmm. I, I agree that he's trying to say what Gus wants to hear. Mm-hmm. It's why is he uh, not just being like, yeah, you're yeah, right. yeah, fuck that guy, yeah. you know, him, his initial desire to say what Gus wants to hear uh, and also keep yeah, yeah. Jesse and not just acquiesce to cutting Jesse loose. Yeah. If you wanted to cut Jesse know. loose, he'd cut him loose. You know, it's yeah, yeah this would be a great opportunity to do mm-hmm. it. And Jesse wants to be cut loose. Yeah. Um, you know, he asks how Gus asks how much product he has on hand. Uh, he says 38 pounds and Gus Blake's that's a lot of math. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here we go. And uh, we're going to find out in better call. Saul is, you know, he's in a bit of a, he, he needs, he needs some, you know, he needs a W. <laughs> he yeah, sunk a lot of he, money he needs, into this lab that hasn't come, that come, hasn't come to be yet. Yeah. Hasn't really been worked. Yeah. You know, uh, Walt asks, you know, when will I hear from you? Uh, and he says, I have your numbers. Uh, and as he's leaving, he thinks for a second, he gives him a piece of advice, uh, good advice. You can never trust the drug addict. No. Um, you know, uh, one who is actively using. Yes. Like, I believe in recovery, mm-hmm. you know, uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, if, if, if somebody is addicted, they will do anything. Yeah. You know? Um, we cut over to uh, Skyler uh, talking with Ted about this Keller account. Yeah. Uh, seeing, you know, drips and drabs of money are going missing. 
Uh, and she she's done the numbers, and ten percent of the revenue is gone. No, it's they're underreporting. Right. Uh, and she says, like, and that's I've just started looking. There's I, I know there's going to be more based on the based on the books that I've looked at. Uh, and yep. Ted tries to give this explanation saying like, oh, you know, this is bullshit. He's lying to her saying like, oh, we have these requirement contracts. Sometimes we fall short. We just roll that over to the next one. You know, we trust them, et cetera. And Skylar is just looking at him like a, like a the kid who knocked the pie off of the, off of the countertop. Like, it's just real, yeah. like, just, I can see through you and I'm disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't like, I like, you know, I'm on the record as a Skylar Linger. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Skylar does anything bad by Walt at all. I do think she comes off as powerful lame in this scene, uh, at least just to yeah. me. You know, she, she's caught him red handed, but she's taking this little, again, this weird little cop pleasure mm-hmm. in it. You know, she, she, uh, he says, oh, you know, we've rolled it over. And she says, she checked that you know, pulled out all the original bills of sale and she found a lot of transactions, no backup and Xerox copies with the dates changed, you know, and Ted admits it. This is the difference between Ted and, and Walt, yeah. you know, these men lying in your life. He goes, yeah, you got me, you know? Uh, and she gasps, that's a million dollars. That's tax evasion. Yeah. You know, the most serious moral crime there can be. <laughs> uh, and Ted has his explanation. And I think this is kind of a good explanation, which is like, if I don't do this company's, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, I inherited this company. You've seen all these people, you know, I don't want to go under and put all these people out of work. Yeah. Like I buy that excuse up until he buys that fucking supercar. Yeah. So, I buy most of what Ted says. I, yeah. I, I think that, I think that this, uh, it, it, it is this and it is, it is his personal ego, you know, of wanting to be, mm. you know, business, you know, businessman like, Oh, I need to continue providing for these people. You know, even if I need to, even if I need to commit crimes to do it. And it's like, no, you're, 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 you're bad at running a business, dude. Like you, mm-hmm. you can't, this is, you know, this is fake. Like, what do you think is going to happen if you get caught? Like, you know, maybe the, maybe the business should go under. Yeah. I, I just, I, I think that without that additional car information that I get later Mm -hmm. at this point in the chronology, I'm, I'm basically team. Yeah. Yeah. On this specific issue. Like, yeah, this is, this is better than sending all those people home without a job in the middle of a recession. It's, um, you know, it's short-sighted, I would say. Yeah. It is short-sighted. You know, uh, so, uh, you know, and then he says he doesn't want to let his dad down. Uh, please don't report this Skylar. And Skylar says, I'm not going to turn you in, but I can't be part of it. Yeah. Uh, and she gets up to leave. Yeah. Uh, and then, the, uh, then we cut over to a famous yeah. scene. Yeah. Uh, Jesse's in the apartment, ignoring all the, the calls he's getting. Uh, and skinny Pete leaves a message about Combro's funeral. All his people were there. You know, and he had this beautiful white combo or uh, coffin, mm-hmm. co- combo coffin to match his, his white suit from before. I think the implication here is that Jesse paid for it. Yeah. Or yeah. gave money to the family. It, uh, it, it's like a fancy to do. Yeah. Like the you skinny Pete even says, like, I think I've seen like a, like a, a Lamborghini painted like that or something. You know? Yeah. I've seen a Lexus with that paint job. And er, before earlier when they're talking, he says, I'll take care of combos. People. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, skinny Pete says, you know, you missed it. I guess you had something bigger going down. Yeah. Oof, wow. Heartbreaking. Super heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, and Jane gets home with a package, uh, and the package is like a, a heroin. Gag. It's a, it's a kit. It, it's, yeah. it's a heroin garden of Eden kit yeah. that she's got, uh, sponges, spoons, syringes, mm-hmm. you know, she cooks up a spoon, 
uh, you know, says, Hey, like I'd love to, I love to mix a little ice with it. Put a little meth with mm-hmm. it. And Jesse's very nervous. Yeah. Uh, watching he's, this. He's, he's not uh, graduated to needle drugs yet. Yeah. Uh, which has got to be a real big fucking step. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I, ugh. I don't like I'm on a doctor ugh, sticks a drugs. needle in me. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, man, hard drugs are scary. I, I hate this. Yeah. Shit. Um, they had a real recovering addict, uh, to consult on this and the steps who was nervous mm-hmm. about watching this, which like, again, of course, yeah. you know, uh, I love, uh, him being nervous about it. And he's like, what's it like? Yeah. You know, he's scared. He's, he turns into a kid, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, it's cold, but that'll go away. Yeah. You know, you'll be all right. I'll meet you there. Yeah. Then they kiss you know? and you know, she pulls the trigger. Yep. Uh, and Jesse lies down. And he floats. We get this uh, floating scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Enchanted by the Platters mm-hmm. uh, plays on set. They were playing Fly Me to the Moon. Yeah, I'm really happy uh, that they didn't do that. I'm so fucking sick of that song. <laughs> um, the uh, it's What they do, the practical effect is he's lying on uh, like a forklift thing, basically. It's, it's what magicians used to levitate people. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're levitating him up above for all the world. It looks like green screen to me. Yep, There's something about the lighting uh, that makes it, that makes him yep. really feel separated from everything below, which yeah, I mean, f- feels fine to me because it, it needs to be on you know, that lack of reality or that, uh, kind of like fakeness feels appropriate to somebody in an altered state to me. It's just a very, mm-hmm. it's a weird detail to find out that they put in all of that effort and it came out looking it, like that. <laughs> tons of work, yeah. you know, when they could have just done the cheaper version of it, you know? Uh, but yeah, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. He's done heroin and he's got an addictive personality and heroin feels real good. Yep. So, um, so we cut over, uh, Ted's waiting in his office, uh, before closing and sees Skylar come back. Uh, she's upset, but she's not leaving. Yeah, you know, and she looks she looks agonized. Uh, here, we're gonna find out why. Right. Uh, Walt is walking around his classroom while his kids take a test, <laughs> and he hears a phone buzzing. Yeah. Uh, this is this is real funny. Yeah. Uh, you At know, first, he's like, "Hey, everybody, uh, put your turn your phones off." No phones. <laughs> yep. Everyone checks their phones, and it still happens. They all look at the ceiling. This <laughs> <laughs> is like uh, pipes, <laughs> and then it beeps. Mm-hmm. There's a little message yeah. beep. It's so good. <laughs> That's real good. Uh, and this is, uh, he got a pager, you know, a message beep that says Poyos. Yeah. Uh, so he drives to the restaurant, looks around for the manager. Uh, I love the commitment to keeping bit characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, this assistant manager is going to be the assistant manager, mm-hmm. like during several scenes, yeah. you know, or this, uh, this manager who's not the owner. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is where he gets uh, Gus's name. Uh, and he's about to leave. We were into Victor. <laughs> um, v- Victor and Tyrus are so funny. Yeah. Uh, and this, what weird touches to just make like two absolutely joyless goons. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I want to know where, where Gus gets them. I know. I, well, I think he got Victor uh, after he retired from the fine young cannibals. <laughs> I'd like you to take a look at the yeah, lead singer no, no, of I, the fine young cannibals. The, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, from the, from the drive me, drive me crazy video. Uh, that, that is, yeah. that is burned in my mind because there was some kind of, you know how they used to sell those CDs that were like all oh, the greatest hits of blah, blah, blah. And, and like, it was yeah. three seconds of that, like of every music video, not of every, but like of, of highlighted ones as yeah, they scrolled yeah. the track list, drive me crazy when it was on one of those. And the clip they chose was just a close up on that guy's face. So yeah, that's it. That, that's it. <laughs> but he looks just like he did very much. So, yeah. So I imagine he retired from that band yeah. and joined, uh, 
playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, just by this performance, you don't get an indication that this guy is going to be around for, you know, another season and a half or something. Uh, and then in Better Call yeah, Saul. And then for you know, basically yeah. three years of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so here's here's a question I have for you. So he, uh, Victor stops him, tells him directions to a stop, and very specifically will not repeat. Right. It. Gives kind of complicated directions. It says one hour, one point two million. If you miss it, don't ever show your face in here again. Yeah. Uh, why, like, why is this so stringent and like a game show other than the rules of drama? Like, why? What are Gus's? What advantage is it to Gus that uh, he only give him the directions once? And then say, you know, Gus, who appreciates having a mask and having a civilian life, mm-hmm. being like, this won't happen unless you drop everything and do it right now. Yeah. You know, it. This it's always struck me as weird. Like, it makes a really dramatic scene. You know, both at the end of this episode and the beginning of the next mm-hmm. one, it's great. It's, it's real thrilling. But I never understood the actual motivation behind it. I mean, somebody else would probably say uh, it is Gus testing him. But also mm. you, knowing the position that and they couldn't have known this when they were writing the episode, you know, no, knowing the position that Gus is in, or I mean, just even any businessman, you know, it's 38 pounds of meth. He's given, he's given Walt, you know, 1.2 million. So he's probably selling this for, you know, I don't know, 10 times that he's got expenses and yeah. stuff like he, he can only benefit by getting his hands on this product and it would make the most sense in the world to, you know, <laughs> if he wants it to make it as easy as possible for the handoff to, to be done. Right. I, I would think so. It, it It's testing. He would want a Walt that can, can maintain a mask. Yeah. You know, he, he wants it's, you know, he's like, you're not a cautious man. Mm-hmm. And then makes just makes Walt do the least cautious thing that anyone's ever yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a fucking physical you challenge. Know? Like it's double dare. Yeah, <laughs> he double dares him to get him the meth. Yeah. And it's it's just it's always struck struck me as real silly. I almost wanted not a scene really to explain that. I think that would be weird, mm-hmm. you know. But I've often thought that maybe this was something where uh, Gus told Victor to tell him. And Victor added the shit. Oh yeah. Like Victor is picking up the, the, or dropping off the mm-hmm. money, uh, and picking out or picking up the meth and everything. And Victor is the one being like, yeah, yeah. you know, fuck you. Cause Victor's kind of a dick. Yes. You know, I, I don't know. I, I've always struck me as, as really arbitrary, mm-hmm. uh, to give him a double dare challenge yeah. here. I, I, I could believe it being Victor, but I think Victor also knows what happens to people who fail Gus. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It just, it really seems contrary. It's the rules of drama, yeah, yeah. I think is the real reason, but there's not an in-universe reason that I'm super happy with. If you're listening to this uh, and, you know, when we do the season two right in, if you have a good idea about this, yeah. uh, that we haven't uh, hazarded, mm-hmm. send it in. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but clock is ticking, right? He's got an hour to yep. get pretty far away. And so he rushes out to the car and calls Jesse, who doesn't pick up. You know, Jesse's in, Jesse's yeah. in a nod. He's in a heroin feud. Yeah. Uh, Skylar is in her office watching her screensaver. So she's come back. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's like, I, I was going to leave and I'm, I'm actually, I don't want to leave. Yeah. Uh, and uh, starts having contractions. You know, uh, Walt speeds up gets to Jesse's place. Uh, Jesse doesn't answer the door and Skylar calls him. He doesn't answer. Uh, he's breaking in. This whole scene is having very yeah. fast. 
Um, and he gets a text that just says baby coming. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> well he, he, he gets it when he's, when he's, uh, after he gets the meth, he breaks into the, he breaks oh, yeah. into the house and Jesse's unresponsive. So he splashes him with water saying like, Hey, where's the meth? Where's the meth? He hears, okay, it's yeah. under the, it's under the sink. You know, it's, it's in a board under the sink in the cabinet down, down there. Uh, and he is yeah. loading up these, you know, 19 two pound bags of meth, uh, into a garbage bag when he gets the babies coming. <laughs> yeah, baby coming. Uh, and then he, this, and then we get a literal, like, to be continued. Uh-huh. Uh, he has to, ch- like, th- this is some season two. Yeah. Uh, crudge a little bit like he like it's pretty literal yeah that he has to literally choose between meth and the new baby mm-hmm. uh here uh but yeah that's what we're gonna get yeah. into uh is this very thrilling race yeah. of him to either say goodbye to this deal and just be stuck with you know 40 pounds of meth he'll never sell <laughs> uh or you know see the birth of his first daughter yeah. Um, and we should be clear, he makes his choice. Like he agonizes for a moment before deciding to continue packing the bag. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're going to get into the next episode to, uh, to talk about that, uh, which is, uh, a, g- a great, interesting episode as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think there's, there's like moral shade mm-hmm. to it. You know, this whole, like him not giving the Jesse the money, I think is the right choice. Yeah. You know, like uh, yeah, the guy's on heroin, man, you woke him up in a big heroin. Uh-huh. Feud. <laughs> it's not generally great to give a heroin. Uh, addict half a million dollars he doesn't want to kill him yeah yeah you know it seems bad to me that paternal instinct yeah Yeah. um yeah and that's uh that's the episode Mm -hmm. really uh really picking up it's sad that we lose combo i mean it is sad i like it just uh, just, like the the dynamic with the whole crew like i I like whenever those guys show up again you know like when we when we get the flashback to show how uh, they got the RV, you know, it is nice to see him again and, and see the group together like that. But, uh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's a good, it's a good one. It's leading to good places. We're going to get a lot of uh, John Delancey, really excellent performance. Yeah. Stuff, uh, coming up just like really, really wonderful meeting Mike. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all good shit. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye out or if you have things to say about season two, rather uh, go to duckfeed.tv slash contact and just mark those, uh, you know, as uh, best quality vacuum. We'll be doing that response and special features episode pretty soon. We will. Um, uh, If you want to help us, you can go to patreon.com slash duckfeed TV and give us a few bucks um, uh, every month and get a bunch of extra content as well. If you like us talking about, uh, TV and movies and stuff, uh, we've got a, uh, bonus show called unfilmable. That is about, uh, that is about horror mm-hmm. movies. We're about to see some horrific stuff coming up. So, you know, hop on there. You may like it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you will. It's a fun yeah. show. Just did an episode on final destination three, mm-hmm. which is a blast. It's so good. <laughs> it's very mm-hmm. fun. Um, yeah. And, uh, we have a bunch of other shows. Uh, that are great. Uh, so, you know, Venture Brothers movie still coming. Mm-hmm. Let's keep an eye out for that. Um, Orb episode. In general, uh, just we'd appreciate if you checked some stuff out. You can also leave ratings, reviews, and telling your tell your friends. Please do about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, until next time, for the love of God, if you can, don't do the the big drugs. But yeah, you know, I understand. I, I have sympathy for people who are addicted. I under you know, I'm not a, a weird, hateful next door. Nope. Uh, person my parents were drug addicts like i have been around it a lot uh it sucks and if you are able to stop doing it good for you uh and i think that that's a, a good thing to strive yeah. for 
Um, Agreed. So, 